Hello, and welcome to our The Word on the Street podcast series, where we feature thought leaders and influencers from TIS, Treasury Intelligence Solutions. Today's podcast is with Axel Gudicke, Director of Product Management. My name is Kate Pohl, and I'm a Senior Advisor to TIS. Our topic today is dynamic discounting, a supply chain financing tool for both corporate buyers as well as their suppliers. Axel, I'd like to start by asking you to tell us just a little bit about yourself and your background because it's long and fascinating. So over to you. (laughs) Great, thank you, Kate. And uh, thanks for having me uh, at your podcast uh, today. Um, Well, I have actually to start now like 20 years ago because it's very important for the topic we have today because as it really started in a bank, uh, did leasing financing, which also is kind of a, um, financing um, instrument corporates use to gain cash as soon as possible, if, especially if you think of uh, uh, sale and lease back um, instruments like that. So that was the start. Then I went to the consultant companies, um, Schwabeland Greiner and Horvath and Partners, um, a lot about treasury finance controlling. And of course, always uh, when we are talking about um, CFO topics, being trusted advisor to the CFO, um, especially companies in the financial crisis, also in the in the like let's call it second crisis, to 14 to 16, um, we were talking about how to gain liquidity, how to gain cash in a fast way, how to um, stabilize the company at the end of the day. So there was a lot of projects I did in the past years uh, in this regards, and um, the last. Um, you know, time I was actually self-employed and then interims manager in different other projects. Um, so also very interesting. And now I joined TIS, uh, very happy about that. And um, uh, stay tuned. Uh, there will be a lot of things <laughs> coming in the future, I think. That sounds terrific. Well, I think you have the perfect background for this topic. So let's dive right into it. Uh, can you tell me a little bit about dynamic discounting, which is really what we want to focus on and why should corporates really be looking at it? I know you said cash and cash is the lifeblood of the organization. So over Definitely. to you. Definitely. I mean, uh, we, we always um, have the problem at the moment. You have these companies who have uh, really terrible ratings um, and they're fighting for getting cash. They fight uh, for have cash on their accounts. And then we have on the other side, a lot of corporates who are swimming in cash and who pay <laughs> negative interest. Um, and then normally what would you do? You go to a bank, um, you open up a lot of bank accounts to get rid of the cash on, one, on the one side. And on the other side, as a corporate, um, you go to your bank and borrow money for, if you have a terrible rating, high prices. Um, and here comes dynamic discounting because if you see in your liquidity planning that you are in need of cash, and maybe your supplier or your customer sees in the liquidity planning, oh, I'm actually cash long. I have a lot of cash for the next upcoming three, six, nine, 12 months laying on my accounts. So I can offer that to my suppliers, to my customers and offer, um, well, let's say different types of payment terms. Um, So giving the suppliers the possibility to get the cash earlier. And of course, do not pay the full price. Uh, while on the other side, um, if the supplier doesn't need the money, well, we, they get it after a longer term and get a bit more. So if you are cash short, it's ha- 
pretty good for you to have like a cheaper credit, like if you go to the bank. And the other side, of course, also works on the customer side. And we have seen that on the market that corporates do that actually for a couple of years now um, to really gain cash and to really deal with their cash on the other side um, and save a lot of money. Yeah. So, so what you're saying is that everyone can actually benefit by this. It sounds a little like marriage brokerage. No, I'm only kidding. <laughs> but that the liquidity can be better distributed. We'll get right into it, though. But if we look at the trade world to date, um, my experience, and as you know, I'm also working for and working with TraxPay, dynamic discounting has been used primarily to accelerate payments for to support and enhance supplier liquidity. Yeah. Um, however, what you're saying is dynamic discounting can also be used by corporate buyers to extend their payment terms. And that for me is extremely exciting to look at both sides. So can you take us through a little bit more in detail how it really supports the buyer? Because I think that's the unique twist that we're looking at. Well, um, first of all, on the supplier side, uh, most of the solutions we see on the market, um, they Absolutely. are targeting uh, this supplier side because it's a bit more easy um uh, chilled easy not a lot of work you can get a lot i think of money. I, I think it's also it's not just that it's easy it's just that to date the suppliers were the ones if you will suffering or really needed the cash so it worked out uh as say the first step wouldn't you agree yeah i mean definitely um but also Maybe it was a first step um, and maybe companies focused on that to find solutions here because the, the one thing is it can only work if, if your processes are all right. Um, so then you can look for the software solution for the vendors who offer that, integrate them, and that's fine. That works out on the supplier side. No one really touched the, the other side. Um, and here comes what I know as far as I know. I even had had some projects here. I know from two really multinationals, we are talking about 60, um, 80 billion euros of turnover each year. Um, they both have um, their subsidiaries in Switzerland, of course, where else? Um, to have the treasury department placed there um, because the rules are a bit simpler there for, for these offerings. And they actually built themselves a software solution um, to, connected to their treasury system, connected to their financial status, and this helped them um, to have a really good transparency about what's going on with their cash and liquidity. Um, and so they can offer the suppliers and they can offer it to the customers. And they even have a forum for that. So customers and suppliers, they log onto that forum and then they can see real time their current conditions. So real time, it's like, okay, I have so many open invoices, I'm awaiting payment or I should pay. Um, and real time, there's an offer given. But these are solutions which were built by these companies themselves. I know some other companies, I haven't that much details about that, but I know some other companies who are um, in the same position, actually, they build up a own little solution, uh, own little uh, web service for this um, to make it possible. Uh, but yeah, that, that's it on the, on, the, on the buyer side, so to say. Uh, because the supplier side is, is pretty big. Uh, we have standardized solutions here. Um, I know that there are some companies working on that. I know that they are in the middle of developing it also for the customer side right. um, to make solutions even simpler and easier. That's fine. 
Um, so I, I'm actually awaiting a wave here in the next, let's say six to 12 months that there will be new solutions, that there will be new possibilities. Um, so it's even easier to re-offer both sides. And I mean, logically wise, it totally makes sense because if you offer it to your suppliers, why shouldn't you offer it to your customers? So what we're saying here is that we need a really good process for it to go both ways. Uh, I think on one hand, and on the other hand, you know, if I'm hearing you correctly, um, it would really help to have a more sophisticated software platformized or platformization related solution. Absolutely. I mean, it's the same um, on the on the supplier side. You also have now the possibility, for example, with Amex to pay uh, by credit card your suppliers, and you get you get a cashback. Pretty easy, pretty simple solution. If you do some uh, some topics here with the uh, suppliers and with the customers uh, to offer them different payment terms than the standard payment terms uh, you have in the uh, contracts. Um, it also only works if your processes are all right. So if you get the, for example, the, the you pay up suppliers and you get the cash back of Amex or all the other companies who are out there and offering this, um, and the cash back is lower than your process cost, you have a problem. And the same applies here for the dynamic discounting. Um, if the advantages are nice to have, but the process costs to reach these advantages are so high, then it doesn't make sense. So there must be good processes involved. There must be a good platform technology so that you have um, everything integrated. Um, and of course, the first and the biggest step to really reach um, the goal to, to deal here and to, to make deals here is that you have a full financial transparent status. If you do not have a financial status, because that is the basis, um, you are having a problem. No, I totally agree. Before we, before we get into that, though, I just want to pick out another piece that you just mentioned, because I think it's really exciting. So on one hand, we have the buyers. On the other hand, we have the suppliers. We have all this liquidity. Sometimes one has more, sometimes one has less, so that you can go back and forth. You can support this with a process, with software, with a platform. You brought into another piece, or you brought in another piece into the mix, which is cards. And of course, that's yep. something I'm very excited about, and I know that TIS is looking at uh, as well. But all of a sudden, you can use a card to elongate terms for the buyer and yet still sell or, excuse me, pay the supplier early. So you're putting in yet another element of uh, sophistication to the process, correct? I, absolutely. And, and uh, for TIS, it's pretty easy because what we do, uh, these credit card companies are actually integrated as normal banks. Um, so they are fully integrated. Uh, we have the full process um, here integrated. So there's not a problem to just do it. And um, that is one piece in the chain to have the processes standardized. Yeah. Before we go into, you know, I, I know you're going to talk about a solution that's very exciting. But before we get there, let's go back just a step. Um, has How long has dynamic discounting really been around? Is this something brand new or is this, you know, older? I know. I think it, it has been actually um, become a, a um, standard since four, five, six years, I would say. But I no companies are doing that for 10, 15 years already. 
yeah, I, yeah, that's, that's would have been my guess. I think the first, although I think the first companies that really were doing dynamic discounting were doing off the back of a, an Excel spreadsheet, which was really scary stuff, but there you go. I mean, uh, you, you could, you could also say that in Germany, we use Sconto, which is a discount on payment terms. So I actually, we use it since the fifties. <laughs> so <laughs> So to say. <laughs> Sounds like AI when people say, oh, this is brand new and it's been going on since the 50s. Okay, yeah, right. <laughs> fair, fair enough. Let me ask you another sort of a prep question, but you know, are there particular industries or types of clients, the size matter? You know, where do you, how do you see that? Well, the centralized solutions are, size doesn't matter anymore. Uh, but of course, as I said, the examples I brought into the game, uh, they work for multinationals because um, they build up a, solution and then they pay for it and then they have the advantages uh, but i mean as soon as the software vendors come out with more standardization here uh, you can also use it from like 500 million euros of turnover on uh, there wouldn't be a problem and industry-wise uh, look at the um, airline industry like airbus is, is doing that since since ages already actually um, so uh, that is something uh, in, in the airline industry, there always had been like innovation pretty, pretty, pretty high. Uh, but I think it's a thing for all industries out there. Okay. So, but more, wouldn't you, wouldn't you expect it to be more where goods and goods are actually passing and less with services or does it matter? No, it doesn't, doesn't really matter. I would say, because um, okay. at the end of the day, you, you pay something you have to pay or you pay something and it's all about payment. And, even if you have a good, if you have a service, whatever, you have a payment term uh, and you will lose liquidity, you will gain liquidity. And with dynamic discounting on both sides, you just influence that flow. I'd like to go back to what you were saying earlier, because I think, you know, you and I've talked about this and I think it's very exciting. So here you have the possibility of dynamic discounting. We've just discussed it, but let's go backwards, like two steps, the kind of things that TIS is doing now and how that can really be a whole flow uh, towards dynamic discounting. Over to you. I mean, uh, the enterprise payment optimization, um, which some of you might have heard already. Otherwise, if not, please check out our website. Um, that is actually exactly leading into that because if you have an enterprise payment optimization running, if your payment system is amazing, if your payment system has amazing workflows, and if everything runs and has, is API ready and is in the cloud, then you have the best possibility to do things such like dynamic discounting or the supplier payment with credit cards, or I, I even have more sophisticated topics which come on the page, but um, it only works out if your baseline is amazingly integrated amazingly done and runs amazingly through. Okay, well, I'm gonna say it so that TIS can really help you to optimize your payments and payments information. It breaks down those silos, you have it, you yeah. forecast it, and then all of a sudden you can actually do something with it, right? Yeah, yeah, oh, right. And, and, and the most important thing is that it's secure, uh, that we do not have any attacks anymore that fraud isn't the topic anymore, uh, that internal fraud isn't the topic anymore. So we are working on a, on a highly secure system um, and where influences from the outside world um, are minimized. Perfect. Let's go back to sort of an operational question. So what about dynamic discounting and the whole idea of straight through processing, you know, making it so easy that it's, it's almost automatic. Can you comment on that? 
That, I mean, that, that's a vision. It wouldn't work for the customer side, for the buyer side, but it works for the supplier side in that direction. Um, mm -hmm. If you have a centralized software, if you have a good treasure system, if you have a good payment system, um, everything is um, connected and integrated, uh, then it works out. Um, on the buyer side, it's still, there are some to-dos uh, on the list to do um, and offerings are missing at the moment. But I mean, straight through processing and we're coming back to the platform idea that you have your platform with different systems, best of breed solutions, uh, which offer you a service. Um, and that is STP. Okay, fair enough. Okay, now you get to close your eyes and listen to your tummy, but what is your absolute vision for the future? What would you like to see? What do your clients really want? What do you want to offer? I think uh, for, for TIS, it's to be the payment system. Um, it doesn't matter if, Incoming, outgoing payments, we offer everything around it. Um, and we give information to different systems um, which need these information, risk systems or systems regarding dynamic discounting uh, or systems uh, regarding uh, ERP um, that all the information um, is given there or taken there um, so that everything runs through. You do not have to have any manual interaction anymore. Payments just run in a high security, run through. Um, you have the full connectivity. You have the full network. You are not only in a network with your company, your subsidiaries, but also with external providers, with external um, persons, customers, other uh, buyers, what, whatsoever. Doesn't matter. Full integration, full network. Um, and of course, we are also talking about data. So looking at the data, what can we do with the data and what influences have the data on our processes and also on our behavior when we pay? And of course, of, of the risk monitor. Um, if we have things like the Ukraine crisis, um, actually we have seen that this crisis is coming due to the fact that um, the payment transactions were in these regions were going th up through the roof, actually. Um, and so we could have foreseen it, actually, a couple of weeks ahead. And these things, we want to use that things together with our clients and make things out of it to have a more secure um, environment on the platform. Okay, fair enough. Do you see, what do you see today in terms of the kinds of platforms or in terms of the schemes or solutions available? Do you see it moving in the right direction? Who would you like to see, or not, not who as a company, but what sort of functionality would you like to see in a partner to make this happen on the trade side, on the dynamic discounting side? Well, I think uh, full, full integration, um, full flow of information, um, and full straight through processing so that we have the financial status, we have the basis, we have the accounts, we know what cash is coming in and what cash is going out. Um, and actually the customer decides, oh, I want to have more cash in three months. I want to have cash less in three months. Um, just pushes some button and everything else goes automatically. That would be amazing, you know? So that yes, it would, it would be sort of the, the true financial system. I don't know the, the, yeah. the true dashboard, right? Okay. Right. Ab absolutely. Um, I think that's enrichment and that's value added service for the clients. Uh, the client sits there with a pina colada at the beach and just influences uh, the cash status in three months by just doing some trade deals, which are always done at the best price. 
I love that vision. I'm I'm right on top of it. Okay, so Axel, any final words, any tips or tricks for our listeners? I would just say, hey, look at your payment system, uh, check it, um, challenge it. Um, is it optimized? Is it networked? Is it fully integrated? If not, just give us a call. Those are words to live by. So thanks to Axel Goetheke for sharing his thoughts and ideas re regarding dynamic discounting and, of course, his vision for the future. We're all behind that one. And thanks to all of you for listening. Bye-bye for now.